Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm very, very, very well. How are you? Uh, are you rested? Relaxed. And, and yes. yes, do you have a sunburn? Do you have a, is your milky are you white skin now? Uh, <laughs> no. My husband <laughs> calls a fish belly white. No, it yes. is. It is not. Uh, I did. I slathered as much stuff as I could on me, and yes. wore a big brimmed hat, and so I did all that good stuff. But it was a couple really wonderful days at the Jersey Shore, and we did See, have I, a, I, a great time. Yeah, my friend the Joan, Jersey Shore, Joni Glover, and I um, went down there for uh, four days. And we had an opportunity to also visit with another one of our college buddies who uh, has a home on um, right on the beach in Ocean City. That's right below Atlantic City. So we were there uh, Tuesday evening. And the thing that made it so wonderful, and I said this to all of them when they all arrived, uh, the Ackermans have um, had four children. One of them passed, but the other three are all married, and they're all with children. So we had been to various showers and stuff like that for each of the kids, but we, every, this is, Janice is one of the people that, I know I've spoken about this before, that we get together once a month in the Allentown area for lunch. And so... Janice always talks about her grandchildren, and she talks about babysitting them and some of the things that they do, and she shows us pictures. But it was just so great to have the opportunity to see them live and in person. And Uh, all of them, all of them were there, including all three of her children and their spouses. So we had... A fabulous time with all of them. And I said to them when they all got there, we got there a little bit earlier than um, the kids did with their kids. But when they finally got there, I said, you know, what's so wonderful about this is that we have been in your presence 
over the last, I'd say, three or four years at weddings, at receptions, at all kinds of things like that, where we had to share you with hundreds of other people. I said, the nice part about this is Joan and I get to spend a couple hours with you guys one-on-one, including your spouses, who we only met for a few minutes, you know, when Mm -hmm. going through a receiving line or whatever it was. And I just said it was just so great to be in their company because we literally have grown up with these kids. We were there when they were each born, and we've watched them grow and heard all their stories. We were at all their weddings, and um, it was just really wonderful to be in their company and to see the third generation of this family. It was really pretty cool. And then um, John Ackerman reminded me, as we got there, we were out on the one of the porches that faces the ocean, and he said to me, can you believe that we have been here for 19 years? I, wow. And I really, it, it took me, as they say, it took me aback. I literally yeah. stepped back and said, are you kidding me? 19 years. He said, yeah. He said, we're, at, we're looking now at replacing the roof. I said, oh, my God. Jeez. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it's been 19 years. But anyway... The house is still wonderful, and uh, it was just great to see everybody. We had fabulous food. Um, Everybody brought a little something. They all had their special appetizers or whatever it was, but we had some fillets that they cooked on the grill and some corn, and um, it was put on the grill, zucchini, and it just went on and on and on. But the, the best part was... Janice made a chocolate ganache for... Of course, right up your alley. Ah, she knew it. She just, And then she brought over some Godiva chocolates and put them next to us. You know, they're wrapped in foil. A little Yeah, you and Jonas. Yeah. And I said, I hope these are dark chocolates. She said, I wouldn't waste the calories on anything other than... <laughs> oh, God. You women are in a cult, I think. Oh, I think we are. Yes. 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 And proud of it. But anyway, it was, it was really wonderful to be with everybody there. I mean, that, that more than, more than the vacation was just such a treat to be in the presence of kids that we've known who are now parents and watching them. And, and of course, the amount of busting that went on was just incredible. Nobody got away with anything. Nobody did. It was a lot of quick wit and fun. It was just really great. So Joan and I went back to our hotel. And uh, the next day on Wednesday, we went to the beach. And uh, it was wonderful because uh, this particular hotel is on the beach. And they have their own chairs and umbrellas. And towels, so you didn't have to schlep anything. Yep, yep. And, oh, that is such a treat. So uh, we, and they also gave us the beach badges. That was part of the package. So we went down there and stayed for a while. Um, I was, I, I found it very uncomfortable to sit there. And I don't know that it's anything they did or didn't do, but I just had a 
tough time with my lower back sitting on that chair, and I couldn't adjust it any more than it was. So after, I'd say, maybe 45 minutes, I said to Joan, I'll see you later. So I went back to the hotel and uh, did a little tour around the place because I understood that they had five restaurants in the complex. And we only knew of one or two. So I said, let me go let me go search some out. So we thought we would try to do that and maybe have dinner there. But instead, we went to a place called the, the Crab Trap, which was in Summers Point. That was about 10 miles away from where we were on the Garden State Parkway. And we got there, and I was overwhelmed by the size of the place. It had, it had to seat at least... 300 people. Oh, my God. And it was just massive. It just went on and on and on. It reminded me a lot of Cooper's because of all the different dining rooms and how they adjoin each other, and then there's upstairs. It was that times three, that kind of a place. And when we got there, I said to Joan, you want want to take bets on how long the wait is? Uh, I, she said, well, I don't know, maybe an hour. I said, okay, maybe an hour. And this was about 6 o'clock, 6.30, somewhere in there. We get, we get in there and go to the hostess, an hour and a half wait. I said, She said, I don't care because we're not going anywhere else. I said, you're right because everywhere we go is going to be like this. This is just, you know, the summer at the shore. Sure, That's the, the way summer, it is. Yeah, yeah. So we went down to a place that was um, on the water, on the bay side, and they had uh, just, it was a center bar and grill, and you could hang out there and wait. Joan had a mango mango crush drink, and um, she was not impressed. (laughs) And I had nothing. Okay, But, but it got a little bit chilly, you know, sitting there. But so we did get, and it was a text message. So Joan got the text message and said, okay, let's go. So we got up and went in, and I had um, halibut, which is my favorite fish ever. Just for the halibut? <laughs> That's it. Thank you. That would have been Patrick's yep. line. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I had this halibut with a, a bacon and panko crust. And it had horseradish and cream something sauce around it. And it was just incredible. And, you know, at some of the places, I want to say it's like Cooper's, where you, you order uh, a baked potato and it's a monster thing. And it comes with gobs of sour cream and butter. They had the same thing. And they also had the option of sweet potatoes with brown sugar. Yeah. And, well, it's what I had. I had that. And mm-hmm. then the bread that they brought out were were two sourdough kind of muffins in it, but they also had two hot blueberry muffins. Wow. <laughs> no wonder this place is like it is, you know, with all these people. But the food was excellent. Joan had two crab cakes that she said were just divine. And I said, great. So it was worth the wait. And... um Again, we got back about, I don't know what time it was, nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock. And it had, this place had valet parking. 
so that was great. And she wants to do a shout-out to Tommy, who was our guy who did the valet parking for us, and another, his best friend, Thomas. They're both from Haddonfield, New Jersey, and just wanted to do a shout-out to those guys because they're, they're cute and they were adorable. So we, we had a good time with them. And it just was, it was fun. It was a nice way to get away. It would have been a whole lot nicer if it wasn't so humid. But well, that's how it was. Yep. And, you know, you have to deal with that humidity in your hotel room, which wasn't too much fun, but we did. So it was yep. great. Well, good. I'm glad you had a good trip. You're back and... And that, on that note, we are going yeah. to take a quick break, and you'll be right. We'll be right back. We're listening to Laurie and Lynn's show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden, and more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie. Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Okay, we're back. You've been listening, and we'll continue to listen to the Lori and Lynn Show. I'm Lynn Evans. I am certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. 
That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I thought today we would tackle a question that many people uh, bring a lot of history to, and, and that is, I'm retired, should I pay off my mortgage? And I say that because a lot of people, when it comes to debt, carry with them the story they learned from their parents about debt. And we have talked many times about the fact that there is good debt and bad debt. And just to make that clear, the good debt, and some people are saying no debt is good debt to me, but okay, I hear you. If, you can, if there can be such a thing as good debt, it is something that you incur a liability in order to purchase an asset that increases in value. Bad debt is something that you have, which is creating a liability, but you've got nothing to show for it. And I would call that a credit card debt, even automobile debt. You'll still have something at the end of a car loan, but it won't necessarily be the value of what you purchased it for. So given that, if, if we go with that definition, I wanted to read an article, some opinions from Kiplingers or Kiplingers. I'm not sure how you, they pronounce it, but anyway, um, there's a, a, an author. Evan Beach, B-E-A-C-H, who is the CFP, and he wrote this article on that topic, and he said, it's 5 p.m. on a Tuesday, and you tune in to the Ramsey Show. That's Dave Ramsey, who is, um, I would say, a highly celebrated financial advisor of the likes of a Susie Orman, and so you, you know where all that is with me. Anyway. Right. The whole Dave Ramsey and uh, Susie Orman. Anyway, <clears throat> he says, 5 p.m. on a Tuesday, and you tune into the Ramsey show as you sit in gridlock traffic. Dave Ramsey is going on about the best way to pay down debt and why it's imperative to be debt free. You have two things working in your favor. One, you have the money to do just that. Two, you only have to commute in rush hour traffic for a few weeks longer and you will retire at the end of the month. The next day, you start to do some research on paying off your mortgage and you come across Rick Edelman, the founder of one of the largest personal finance companies in the country. His advice is just the opposite of Ramsey's. You should stretch out a big mortgage for as long as possible, he maintains. For the record, that is my approach. Yeah. Okay? Okay. And we'll talk about the pros and the cons. This author, Evan Beach, says, I'm guessing this leaves you a bit confused. The truth is that personal finance is just that, personal. The right answer for you won't come from someone speaking to a million people and giving one answer. We only have 
5,000 people who could be listening. So I apologize. We don't merely have the magnitude of this. But if you have the money necessary to pay off your mortgage and you are retired or nearly retired, this article will allow you to place yourself in one of three groups to get closer to the right answer for you. One, you have the money in cash because you're scared of the market. So should you pay off your mortgage? Yes. In this case, you should pay it off. Why? There is a term we use in this profession, arbitrage. Applied in this context, you have negative arbitrage. If the the bank is paying you 0.25% on your savings account, and if I update that, it might be now 0.75% on your savings account, and yes. charging you 3.75 or 4.75 or 5.75 on your mortgage. So you're losing money every every year you hang on to that loan. This is oversimplifying, but you get the idea. So this is people who do not put their money to work in the stock market but keep it in cash. He says the downside First and foremost, you're losing liquidity. When you pay off a mortgage, you are essentially putting money into a piggy bank that you can't back out unless you sell the home or tap the equity in a reverse mortgage or a home equity loan. Second is the tax consideration. Paying off your mortgage may mean that you fall below the standard deduction threshold because you don't have the mortgage mortgage interest to write off. This could raise your effective tax rate, but likely not significantly. Last, but especially relevant today, holding a loan is an inflation hedge because your principal and interest stay flat in a fixed rate loan. Your housing expense is likely to inflate much more slowly than the cost of living. Number two, you have the money in a brokerage taxable account. Should you pay off your mortgage? Probably not. Why? The same idea as above, but reversed. You now have positive arbitrage from 1991 to 2020. And this is obviously an older article. I apologize. The S&P returned 10.72 on average, but that's, we're talking about 30 years we cannot go by what we're dealing with in the moment to make that decision but if you look at this over a 30-year period every investment exam class and disclosure will tell you that past performance is not indicative of future results however in that example you would have lost money per year There's also a tax consideration if the investment you hold has an unrealized capital gain. Depending on your taxable income, you're likely to pay 15% or more of that gain to the Treasury before you pay off that loan. And what's the downside? It's what we're experiencing right now. Stocks can always swing the other way. Uh Historically, stocks go up about three-quarters of the time. In order for you to make money, by earning more than the interest rate on the loan, you have to be in that 75% of the time. Picture a scenario like now 
when you were planning on making 10% in the brokerage account and paying 3.5% interest on your mortgage. Instead, you lost 20% in your brokerage account and paid 3.5% in interest. You would have been better off paying off the loan. But as he said, unfortunately, nobody has a crystal ball. The other thing I think that's important, the way I've put this, too, is that if you do have the money in the stock market, if you pay off the loan, whether it's with cash or the money from the stock market, you can't sell a room or two if you need money. You know, it's, oh, sell the kitchen. I don't think so. Right, where you can sell some stock for the extra cash. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. that's my point. Once you take that money and put it into the mortgage, you are locking up the whole amount. Yeah. Not yeah. just some of it, but the whole amount. Okay. Third one, you have the money in a retirement account. Should you pay your mortgage off? No, you shouldn't pay it off in this case. A big no. And the reason is because a company, the accompanying tax bill affirmed that it was a bad decision. In the scenario number two, where you've got the money in the market, it's mostly an investment decision with a little bit of a tax consideration. This answer is mostly tax-based. When you pull funds out of a retirement account, those amounts are included in your taxable income and taxed at ordinary income rates. Therefore, if you take a large withdrawal, your bracket will jump and you'll see a significantly smaller amount come into your bank account. The other thing I want to add to people to this conversation that people don't know is that if you are also, if you did something like that and you were forced to take a lump sum of money as taxable income in, a, in any year, the Medicare people are going to say to you, hey, you got a lot of money last year, so we have to up the premiums that you are paying for God. Medicare. And people don't even know this. All of a sudden, they get this thing in the mail, and they say, are you kidding me? Uh, no. That's the way it wow. works. Wow. And it works for the whole year. And then you can go back and say, okay, if I, if I did that two years ago, fine. Now I'm in... Three years since the time I did it, okay, well, they'll reduce it. They'll go back to a lower amount. But that one blindsides most people. They had no idea that by increasing their income by taking money in a lump sum out of a retirement account, they are now adding a significant amount to their expenses because they have to carry that extra burden for the entire year. Yeah. Bottom line is, either Dave Ramsey or Rick Edelman are wrong. I disagree, but this author said that. They just give different (laughs) reasons for their advice. Ramsey uses mostly behavioral reasoning. Essentially, he believes that people are not going to use discretionary income beyond their 30-year mortgage payment to invest, but rather to buy things they don't need. Edelman's reasoning is purely mathematical. He does not hypothesize about what people will do with excess income, but points out that if you earn more in an investment account than what you pay in your mortgage interest, you come out on top. 
and here's the thing he concludes to this. Here's the good news. I've yet to find someone who regrets not having a mortgage in retirement. Uh, uh, well, it's true. Nobody would ever say, boy, I'm sorry I did. I paid that off. Not usually, yeah, I know. I know. Okay. So, anyway, there we go. Well, so we're going to take a break, and we're going to come up with our guest expert, Bradley Parry, who is a public affairs liaison. Mm-hmm. from Veterinary <laughs> Referral and Emergency Center. So yeah. stay tuned. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC certified public accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. 
I am a financial planner, certified financial planner, and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And our special guest expert today is Bradley Perry, who is the public affairs liaison, I love to say that with the French, uh, for Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center, otherwise known as VREC. So welcome, Brad. Hello. How are you doing, Lynn? I'm doing very well, and thanks for being with us today. Uh, oh, you're I, there's a couple of places I'd love to start with you because I just think of all the things that uh, you and I have talked about before we started recording today. And I think the most important thing I'd like you to talk about this morning is something that has to do with um, all the wonderful new and upcoming events and services that are going on at DREC. So let's start somewhere. You just you pick a spot. Well, I would love to talk about um, that we actually have become a treatment center for a new injection therapy called Phenobitin OA. It's for osteoarthritis, specifically with dogs um, and elbow joints. Um, it's an injection that has to um, take part in our interventional radiology. Um, so what we do is we bring the dog in, um, the dog gets sedated and they receive this injection and they actually go home the same day and they are able to go home with no confinement or, you know, they don't have to be restricted in any way. And then the drug therapy, you know, takes its course and usually within the upcoming days, the dog is already walking better than it was. And this new therapy is so big for dog owners, especially because it helps the pet parent uh, kind of, you know, draw back on some of the pills, especially because some of these dogs with osteoarthritis are on multiple medications. So this once yearly injection frees up all of that. And most of these dogs actually get to come off all the pills that they've been taking. So it's extremely fabulous. And there is virtually no side effects. And I think that Laurie Cadden just joined us. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Laurie, this Bradley, is Brad how are Perry. you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm very good. So we were just so talking. What, I'm sure you heard yeah, the story about I did. I uh, heard it all. Yeah. Osteoarthritis. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I was thinking, though, Brad, I know that one of, uh, one of the big issues for a lot of German shepherds is something called dysplasia, where they get some really, really bad problems with their hips. And I'm mm -hmm. just, I, I know you're not a veterinarian, but I'm just wondering if in uh, the conversations about this, uh, does it somehow help something like that, or is it just for joints that are not with this condition? I'm not 100% sure, but... Um with the way that the world is technologically advancing, I would not be surprised if we saw something come down the line in regards to that. Um, and yeah. who knows, maybe um, the Synovitin OA could help that area. Mm -hmm. um, again, I'm not 100% sure, but that's piqued my interest um, because um, I am in contact with um, 
a lot of people um, from the company that um, produces uh, this drug therapy. Um, so that would be kind of something that I'm interested to ask them and, you know, yeah. to learn yeah. a bit more about. Because mm-hmm. that's such a sad thing for everybody who buys, you know, purebred uh, German Shepherds. It seems like they all end up with this very, very painful uh, condition in their hips. And I'm sure other dogs do too, but it's just something that's known to that breed. Mm-hmm. And that would be such a wonderful thing if there was something that GREC could share with people who have German Shepherds to know that there's something close to home. And you and I were talking a few minutes ago about uh, the MRI program and how you can work with referrals to get the MRIs done on site. So let's talk about that. Yes, so we have um, MRI capability 24-7, so if mm-hmm. someone needs a stat MRI, we are more than capable and we have people on call to do so. Um, so the other thing is with it being also a part of our referral services, um, anybody can um, refer an animal to get an MRI done through us, um, specifically through our IMED and surgery departments. Um, so if a referring veterinarian needs um, to refer an animal, we have multiple outlets that we can go ahead and provide this service to um, the clients um, in our area. And the good thing is we are the only um, hospital in this region um, that has the MRI capability. So it helps in tremendous ways um, where clients can come to us and then they don't have to spend, you know, tons of gas money going down to Cornell or going to a further um, location, especially when um, we have one close to home. So it's nice that we have the capability on site. Um, So we're more than capable of doing it and we have multiple ways to provide the service to our clients in this area. Let's talk about some of the negative uh, comments that we've been seeing on Facebook and on Instagram and just about every other place where DREC has um, some social media exposure. And let's just set the record straight as far as how do people find out when the emergency services are available? So the best way for people to find out when our ER schedule um, or where to find our ER schedule and how to find out what times we are open is to check our website. Um, That's the first area to look. Um, And then the other thing is if they are unsure, they could always give us a call to double check if we have um, ER hours available Um, because sometimes things do change um, and our schedule is kind of very fluid at the moment um, and we're hoping to you know produce more ER days however um, the best way is to check our website for the most up-to-date information um, but then to also you know follow it up with a phone call just to confirm and I think that's the best way that people can actually go ahead and um, do that so that way they're not getting confused and then that way they're hearing it straight from the source you know yeah, and let's talk about why that's an issue. But what is so, going on, and I think it's important that people know this. 
So right now, um, and this is across the country, and it's not unique just to BRAC, um, but there is a shortage of vets. Um, mm-hmm. And right now, um, we're experiencing the same difficulties as other facilities. Um, and we do have, um, you know, vets um, in the pipeline um, that are waiting to be onboarded or, you know, there's vets that are being interviewed. Um However, um, like we said earlier when we were talking, um, it's an, really an employee's market. Um, so yeah. you have, you know, multiple multiple avenues that a person can take. Um, so that's one of the other things that kind of, you know, it takes a little bit of time to get these vets on board. Um, so that's kind of where we're at as far as that is concerned. Um However, um, you know, we are going to hopefully get back to um, adding more ER days, like I said earlier. Um, it just takes a little bit of time. And the other thing is to, um, you know, vet school uh, actually takes quite a long time. So you can't produce vets as quick as um, <laughs> you'd like to. But, um, you know, eventually um, they do come out of school, but it takes, you know, um, more than, you know, I think eight years, I want to say. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I know it does take a while. Yeah. But you know what? You know what's important with all of that, Lynn, Bradley, and I think you guys would agree? This this is not unique to VREC. It's happening, as you said, it's an employee market. It's happening in every uh, every line of service, every occupation. It's happening all over the place. So um, mm-hmm. it's not unusual that this, for you guys, um, the problem is, and, and you know that, is that people expect it because it used, it was a certain way and was always available to walk in. Yeah. And, and now you're trying to build that back out after COVID, which, let's face it, is still to some degree still happening. And oh, everybody's trying to regroup, right, Brad? I mean, this, these are the things you have to do in any organization oh, yeah. and make do with what you have. Yes, especially the pandemic is, we're still affected by the pandemic. Um, sure. We really, um, it's just something that um, until people have been put in our shoes, they really don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, the one thing that I always say is to, you know, remain objective. Um, so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, just, you know, think about what it must be like to be in our shoes currently at this moment in time. Um but, you know, it's easy for people to, you know, say something negative or, you know, not have the best taste in their mouth about um, a certain area because, you know, people are quick to jump to conclusions. Um, and, you know, that's unfortunate, but, you know, that's always going to happen in some capacity. Um, you yeah. know, we, 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 we can't always win. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, we're doing our best, and the staff and the doctors and the techs at VREC are giving the best care that they possibly can to each and every animal that comes through our doors. Um, we are honestly doing a really amazing things, um, and every day they um, produce miracles. And ever since I started working for them, which I've only been there for um, two short months, I have seen so many miracles happen over the course of time. Ah, 
That's great to hear. Well, that's what we're, that's what we're hoping for. That's, that's what, you know what? We can't ask for more than that, and everybody is doing the best they can, as are mm-hmm. in all, all lines of work. People are trying to regroup and get things back on track. It's, it's in everywhere you go. So we have to be mm-hmm. patient best as we can. So, um, yes. Bradley, but you're liking, you're liking your job, huh? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> has been such a wonderful opportunity. Um, and, you know, I don't come from veterinary, veterinary medicine. Um, my background is in visual arts. Um, but to step into this, but to step into this role has been, um, a godsend. Um, it's really allowed me to, um, use my creativity and then, um, you know, I get to see the staff, the techs, and the doctors do their thing, and really, that's an artistry in itself. So, mm-hmm. you know, as we're working together, um, like I told Lynn, we're really kind of like one big painting, um, in a sense, yep. and it's kind of fun to see it in that sort of light. I think that's go. a great perspective. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Really, how can and and you said call? We know it's one of the easiest phone numbers to remember. So, why don't you tell everybody out there how? they can reach uh, VREC. So everybody can reach us by calling 570-587-7777. There's some lucky numbers there. So if you just remember, you got it. But yes, website, the phone call, uh, website, VRECPA.com. There we go. Well, it was nice to talk to you and we will hopefully hear from you again. Keep up all the good work there with the docs and the rest of the staff, and good luck to you. And everyone else out there, thanks for listening. Have a very good weekend. What were you going to say, Bradley? Oh, I wanted to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to come on. (laughs) It's been that. You're a great guy. And everyone else, enjoy the weekend. Thanks for listening. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 